China has cut interest rates, which says that they're trying to uh, spur their economy. Their economy is slowing, though. Part of the reason for the slowing is that they're dealing with COVID is total lockdowns. But they've been doing total lockdowns in areas, keeping 300 million people locked down for so long that you can't somehow pretend that the effect on multiple industries isn't real. You take a look at their growth, they got a 0.4% growth rate for the fiscal year that ended in July. As a matter of comparison, and this came from the New York Post, uh, Desmond Lachman, L-A-C-H-M-A-N, writing the opinion piece, their standard growth, 5.5%. Now, we have discussed before, I have mentioned before, and I think the number is 6%, maybe it's 7%. There is a massive growth rate that China requires year in and year out. If we were growing as a nation on average, year after year, 5.5%, it would be be hypersonic. It would be insane growth, surreal. China, through manipulation of of the yuan and other things, uh, hits those numbers. But they also require those numbers because they have a tremendous number of people coming out of their universities. And in the communist utopia, they have to guarantee people jobs, which is why you see things like, for example, ghost cities. If you've never seen them before, entire cities are built in China. Skyscrapers, roads, bridges, they are ready for anything and no one lives there. The jobs are nothing more than jobs projects. That's it. They have to keep people working. By the way, Desmond Lockman is a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, a deputy director in the International Monetary Fund's Policy Development and Review Department at Solomon Smith Barney. He's the one who wrote this this piece. So he has a a bit of of understanding uh, of the situation. China's economy is not in a great spot. And China's economy has long been predicated on their own manipulation of of the of the of their economy. That's those are the facts. So what comes next and really how does this affect us? Because if their lockdowns are going to continue, whether it's some level of new virus or their own levels of fear or uh, their their economic slowdown, well, that means we get less goods from them, which creates issue for us unless we utilize it to our advantage and we start making sure we produce the goods ourselves which should be our opportunity, and it should be an opportunity that is absolutely partisan-free. This should not be a Republican opportunity or a Democratic opportunity. It should be our opportunity. It should be an Indiana opportunity for sure. For sure. We'd be fools, fools not to take it, not to be the place to say, yes, bring your production here. Yes, 
on straight manufacturing where people build things with their hands. And yes, on drug manufacturing. And yes, on technology manufacturing. And on the development. I'm not saying you have to give one up. It's not an either or. We should be the place that says yes. I'd like to see more of that happening in a, in a, in a public way. I'd like to hear more about how we're engaging that. And as a nation, man, if you don't understand, you have to onshore. You can't stay in China. When they start losing too much, the next step is to go full Hugo Chavez uh, expropriation. To take the industries they have been stealing from. That will come. Because communism is a playbook on repeat. And eventually, it ends the same way. A hellscape for the citizenry and a disaster for, for it economically. I like the idea of crushing China. It'll actually be better for Chinese citizens in the long run when they can then rebuild themselves to live free.